What's up, everyone, and welcome to the 21st episode of the Evil Thread podcast. Um, I'm Steve, and I'm here with my co-host, Brett. Brett, do you know what it being the 21st episode means? That it is also the year... Oh, no, it's year 2022, so I have no idea what that means. It means that our podcast is now old enough to drink legally in the U.S. Oh, my God, man, you're right. It's a pretty big deal. We were able to smoke cigarettes back... Episode 18, right? Yeah, yeah. Or did they I don't change know why the rule I on that? that. I think it's 18. I wish you had mentioned that. Yeah, I know, because these are important milestones that any parent should uh, appreciate. Are there any other more important milestones? No, we missed a driver's test. We missed a driver's test yeah. permit, depending if you're in Florida. could be 14 or 15 episodes. Yeah, they failed the first time, though. Uh, what about the first time you, you know, get a hee-haw? <laughs> no, not sex. Oh, Hee-haw? I guess that varies. Uh, what is hee-haw? You know, the old uh, pl- plug and tug. I don't know what that means. <laughs> tug and rub? Rub and tug. Rub and tug. Yeah. Oh, like a massage parlor? <laughs> yeah, sure, a massage parlor. Okay. That's okay. probably that's probably like, I don't know. Because I know episode, that rich guy from the Patriots. Episode uh, the like owner. 12 to 14 or some shit like oh, that. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Oh, like his first time that he... Yeah, okay. rubs I and see. tugs. Dude, man. it took me a minute, man. It's... It's kind you of know. it. Well, it was early until we spent the last hour, hour trying to <laughs> trying to figure out some recording issues. Oh my god, that's an understatement, man. That's probably and all the times that we've recorded, we've had problems before. We have. That was the worst, I think, because it shouldn't have been happening. We haven't changed anything on our audio equipment, and for some reason, that noise just wouldn't go away. Oh, there's one thing. Ooh, I should have mentioned. I filled all the audio ports with beans. I just put beans in now, it. Now that makes sense. <laughs> Bean like very very small beans. Dude, you cut them up? Like you grind them? First? They're like pinto beans, and I cut them in half. Pinto beans. Are those big? Those are big. Aren't <laughs> They're they? pretty big, but yeah. if you cut them in like tens, I cut them into quarters. Okay, quarters. I lied. Yeah, all right. <laughs> anyway, um, what's been going on, man? Not much, man. We're just uh, living our best lives over in Nassau County. <laughs> How about yourself? Uh, Living my best life in Suffolk County, I guess. Yeah, man. We're we're currently on the hunt for a house. Yeah. So we'll see how that pans out. Fucking very expensive down here. I don't know if you're aware of that, but it costs a lot of money to live down here. People have told me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're counting all of our pennies and... You know, just looking for that perfect place. And I think we'll find it eventually. <laughs> Even if that perfect place is like in a dumpster somewhere with, uh, or in a trash can with, uh, who's that Sesame Street guy? Grouch? Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. If he's got an extra room or something over there, I'm joining. It's not a very big can. We could, uh, renovate, extend. You could, but then it, wouldn't be a garbage can anymore. Dude, it would kind of ruin the whole thing. That shit might go down deep, though. Like, you know, it could be like a... Like, like a hole drilled into the concrete? Yeah, it underneath. could just be like a sewer, whatever, like one of those, like, uh, potholes. Like a manhole? Man, man manhole, man cover. Goes uh, down deeper. And he's, yeah, he's down there living with Splinter and the Ninja Turtles, oh, right? Oh, fuck yeah. It's a great idea. Pizza yeah. every day of the week. That sounds pretty good. You would get sick of that fast. I would. Let's I would need some, some sunlight, too. Yeah, you got to get the anchovies. Anchovies. Nobody oh. likes those. Yeah, but they're good for you. Nobody likes them, though. I love sardines. 
That's not the same thing, is it? No, it's not, but I feel like they're both classified as like small fish. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, well, um, now you do. I see them in the store all the time, and I wonder how my life might be different if I tried them. You know, Your joints would probably hurt a little less. That's a pretty good deal, I yeah. think, because they definitely hurt. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, yeah, I clean for a living, literally. So I'm just walking. I do the same thing every day, literally. Every single motion of my entire day is the same every day. It's weird. One know? arm's going to be, like, way more jacked than the other one. Oh, dude, my... uh. My right arm, man. I, that's my strong hand. I use that to clean uh, the toilets and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. You got to have a good grip, too. Yeah, because uh, it could go slipping away. There's plenty of uh, liquids for it to slip on in that, that bathroom, oh you know? God. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, um, yeah, man. So, like, outside of recording issues, I haven't had much going on. I haven't watched anything, as per usual. You're not alone. You're not alone, my friend. I've been doing this thing where, like, uh, instead of staying up late and watching movies or just watching TV, I've been trying to focus on getting good sleep. And sometimes that comes at a sacrifice, and I've had to sacrifice watching movies late at night. But guess <laughs> what, man? I feel fucking great. Give me a fucking break. And because Give of that, me a break. I haven't watched a gosh darn thing. Wait, does TV count? Like, can I talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anything. I think we're just talking about anything. Okay, I can do that. So, yeah, I mean, I've watched this show with Steve Martin and Martin Short and my personal hero, Selena Gomez. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's on Hulu called Only Murders in the Building. Honestly, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. All and right. I, yeah, I couldn't stop. Like, I would watch like three episodes in one sitting. How many seasons are out? One, ten is episodes, this, and then it's it. That's it. It's, it's for now. After that, I think it's gonna be season two. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure they set that's it up. You know, an interesting cast, dude. It is. It's funnier than you would imagine, dude. Really, Martin Short is funny as fuck. Man. Well, I mean, Steve Martin and Martin Short, yeah, amazing. Of course, I would expect amazing. to be funny, but then throw in Selena Gomez. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, honestly, I would go as far as to say Martin Short almost kind of carries that show a little bit. Like, not in yeah. that bad way, but like, okay. With him, it's just like, okay. he's funny as shit in that show, man. I've never really even seen him in anything. Like, I don't think I've ever watched anything with him. Yeah, he was in a lot of those, like, uh, like I feel like 80s comedy movies, right? Yeah. I, just, I wasn't I, alive back then, so. Yeah, no, I wasn't either. I didn't watch them. And if I was, it was for a very short period of time in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, you know, once, uh, once that time passes, you can never watch that movie. No, of course not. Like. You watch it when it comes out, or that's it. Like we were we recorded the entire episode for the thing without having seen the movie because we were born in 1989, seven years after mm -hmm. it true. came out. So we just kind of guessed on the whole plot. I think we did pretty good. I man. think we. I think we'll never know because we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had uh we had cliff's note cliff notes for that. <laughs> cliff notes. You remember that shit, dude? That's that's how I read my books in high school. Spark wow. notes and cliff notes. That's pathetic. That shit carried me through. <laughs> It does kind of suck. I'm just kidding. And it probably because you probably actually read the books. Yeah, yeah. You did. I did. Yeah. It was horrible. Fucking overachiever. I mean, I tell people all the time. I've done enough reading for my lifetime. Like, if I ever go back to reading, like, book, I'll probably just do audio tape, man. Well, now I'm making up for that. I read all the time. So. Do you? Yeah, I've read like four books this since the since the start of the new year. What 
four books. That's a lot. Yeah, I read Lo- this series, uh, Nixia, which was three books. It's Nixia. It's pretty quick. Um, Barb got it for me, and then yeah. I'm currently reading Project Hail Mary. Um, it's by the same guy who wrote, uh, what was that Matt Damon movie where he Born Ultimatum? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> where he's like an astronaut. Oh, uh, ooh. I'm blanking out on that. I'm like. Completely blanking out. I don't know. There's a lot of movies with actors as astronauts, so it's hard to tell. Interstellar, Ad Astra. No, but I said oh, with Mission, Matt Damon. Uh, not Mission to Mars. Uh, it's a, He goes to Mars in the movie. Yeah. The he, Ridley Scott jump off. Yes. The Martian. The Martian, thank you. Yes. yes. And that's written by Andy Weir. So I'm currently reading that book. Oh, no shit. Yeah, it's okay. really good, man. It's good. That's awesome. Um, so I'm making up for my, my lack of reading several several years ago yeah you know um, it's all right i mean it, you're making up for it oh at yeah least. i'm not going to ever because like i said i did so much of it already. yeah, yeah you done you earned it man especially you when it's, young. you're not choosing what books you get to read that's the thing like, yeah i you know, get to school. choose now which is nice <laughs> and just read Having what i'm freedom interested to choose in. is great uh, but back to tv shows yeah, i actually did heavy. watch one episode of a netflix original called murderville dude my brother-in-law was literally just talking about it it's good i hear it's i watched the first episode it's with will arnett and he just brings on uh different actors or actresses and there's like a very um it's like the script is there but it's like very fluid no, no, no! Like, oh. there's not a it's not a real script. So, like, there's characters acting, and then they bring in this actor, and everything else is unscripted. They have no idea what story is gonna happen, oh, and they yeah. have to figure out a murder. That's so, the awesome. first episode was with Conan O'Brien, <laughs> and dude, it's it's funny so far. Dude, so I, I I've seen stuff about it because I saw that guy Marshawn Lynch, that former football player. Yeah, I think he's on it. He's in the second episode. He's funny as shit. Which dude. is he? Yeah, he's he's funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because um, it definitely takes like a certain um, personality to pull it off. Absolutely, you know for sure. So I think they definitely have to like go through. There's probably like a screening process or some something like that. that oh has yeah, to like be, an interview, know? I guess. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's cool. Yeah, I want to check it out for sure. It's man. good. It's How many quick. episodes is in that? Honestly, I think like six or seven. Six or seven. Yeah. All right. And they're like half an hour long, so that's I, doable. I can devote several hours of my life to you watching can, that you can knock it out while you're uh munching on some food i don't eat that much okay you don't eat 30 minutes worth of food never <laughs> i always eat you gotta slow down then i eat 30 minutes worth of food in one day because i eat it in 10 minutes you just scarf it down yeah pretty much you gotta you gotta digest it in your mouth man first I enzymes guess. man that break that food down it's just that i have a really big appetite okay and a big ass mouth too Ah. Uh. So you just like I get yeah. So like a slice of pizza goes down in one bite for you? Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or half of it, let's say. Let's say half, okay. But uh I mean I don't wanna too more horny here, but I've been uh I'm getting my legs pretty ripped. They could be on the cover of a magazine right now, uh <laughs> using the Peloton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just found out it hurts. an hour ago that you like to ride the Peloton at like one AM in the morning. It's like twelve fifteen. It's twelve fifteen. Yeah. And you finish at what time? About one? Well, like every week, I've been trying to do like go up higher in terms of minutes. So like this week was fifteen minutes. So I do a five minute warm up, fifteen minute, and then five minute cool down. Nice. And then so next week I'm trying to do twenty and so on and so forth. I want to get to a half an hour and stay there comfortably, 
and just like do you find that helps you sleep after you're done or does it make it harder (laughs) to go to sleep no it doesn't help it doesn't because you're kind of wired afterwards right yeah but i'm always i'm always up till three in the morning always yo why don't you do it before you go to work yeah you go to work at what time hold on you go to work at three three but i have to leave at 2 30 2 30 so and i have the other job that starts at 10 55 how many days a week are you trying to ride the old peloton uh four to five if i can do 45 it. Yeah. Days? Four to five. Oh my <laughs> four to five four to five okay that's yeah, pretty yeah. good man uh yeah i feel like that's enough if i did three i'm not gonna be upset with myself you know mm-hmm. i mean again i have the other job which can account for up to eight hours a week okay not guaranteed but you know okay nice nice. um watching little kids is hard work so i commend you thank you very they much they don't listen they don't listen yeah and when they get hurt they milk it so bad it's oh annoying. yeah yeah at 100 percent. i don't need to <gasps> <gasps> like you little bitch i know you're faking. it's like you're you're fine i saw like you pretended to hit your head like, exactly you didn't even get hurt. oh man anyway uh I don't know. I don't want to talk about little kids. That's the last thing I want to think about right now. No offense to Rowan. None taken. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So I don't know what you thinking. You trying to move into the uh, general, the general uh, movie discussion without the uh, presence of spoilers? Yes. Let's uh, let's jump right in, man. It's a fancy way to say. Do you want to talk about the movie? Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> Yeah, um, so today we are talking about 2020s or 2021s, The Night House, uh, here we go. depending on how you look at it. Can you, tell, can you explain that to me? Of course I can. So this movie premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in January of 2020 um, and shortly after was acquired by Searchlight Pictures and released theatrically in August of 2021. Obviously, the delay was due to uh, a small virus that, you know, kind of hit us very lightly. You might have heard of it. You might have heard of it if you're aware, <laughs> if you're alive. If you have um, a television. Yeah. Um, so this movie is, it's about an hour and 50 minutes, yeah. which went pretty quick in my opinion. It did. Um, it did. But this story, it tells, this movie tells the story of a widow who begins to uncover dark secrets from her recently deceased husband's past. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. Yeah, the music does it justice because <laughs> it's, uh, it's a hell of a ride, man, this movie. It, it really is. And this movie was directed by David Bruckner, who really first came into the scene when he directed a segment from VHS. Wow, which one? Amateur Night with the Succubus. Oh, with the glasses, the video glasses. No, the when the three dudes they like go out to a club and they bring oh, no. the girl back. Yeah, no, he is wearing he's wearing like regular glasses, but it records stuff. I remember. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's okay. how. They, yeah, yeah, right. I was, you thought I was talking about the, the other Adam one, Wingard and Wingard one. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yep. Okay. But yes, that was a great segment. Yeah, uh, great segment. Succubus one, and that actually went on to become a feature length film, which I'm sure wasn't as good. I don't think it was as good, but it was directed or written by the guys who wrote the script for this movie, The Night House, which is kind of cool because they, I think before this, Bruckner, and I don't remember the names of the writers, but they had never worked together. So Bruckner released uh, this segment. They liked the segment. They wrote a movie for it. Someone else directed it, and then they joined together for The Night House. Okay. And then they're... 
third house down neighbor rented a video from the store exactly. and brought it to them. Okay. How crazy is that? This is so hard to follow. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's interesting, though, that uh, that happened, man. Um, so since then, he's gone on to direct. We're talking about Bruckner now at this point. To direct a segment in 2015 Southbound, which I haven't seen, but I have seen the uh, title of the movie on a number of platforms, streaming platforms. He directed 2017's The Ritual, which was a Netflix original. Pretty good movie. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie. It was solid. I didn't realize that was him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's also gone on to serve as an executive producer on the Netflix movie No One Gets Out Alive, uh, as well as the new VH94. VHS 94? Yeah. Which we both... Yeah, you said VH. VH 94? Video Home. Video Home 94. Yeah. Um, And actually, due to the success of... The movies that he's directed previously, he actually has the option, or the he had the privilege, excuse me, to direct the new Hellraiser movie. Which that is, is happening? It's in post-production. Ugh, and it's set to be released exciting. Hulu later this year. Oh, yeah, yo, that's yeah. exciting as um, hell. So I'm, I'm curious how that's going to pan out. From what I believe... Pinhead is going to be portrayed by a female in this movie. Interesting. Okay. So we'll see. Not weird. No, not weird. I think it can turn out just fine. That to me is better than uh, them using a female for the mummy. I didn't really like that idea. Yes. You're talking about like the Tom Cruise, yeah. the mummy? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I don't think Pinhead necessarily has to be a particular gender. gender. Yeah. Exactly. Not that the mummy has to be either, but like I would rather see a woman play Pinhead. For sure. with the mummy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah just because it makes more sense. There's a lot of Hellraiser stuff coming out, apparently, because mm-hmm. David Gordon Green is also directing an HBO series. Holy Hellraiser. shit. Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. my God, man. That's kind of crazy, right? Dude, bring the, bring the, uh, bring the new um, iterations of classic franchises to streaming services. I'm all about it. Me too. Texas Chainsaw on Netflix and yep. shit. Coming out, uh, when's that? Next week? Dude, like literally yeah. six days from now. Yeah. yeah. So we're I'm excited for that. I'm so excited. Can't wait. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I didn't know any of that about Hellraiser, but that's fucking super exciting. Yeah. And you have you said you've seen The Ritual? Yes. Okay. Did you see Southbound? Like a segment? No. <laughs> Can you say anything besides yes or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never seen Southbound. I he- I'm not even sure if I heard of it, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I think I have, but I'm not sure. Like, the the movie, I guess, poster is, like, this weird, like, circle with, like, a star in it yes. or something like that. Yeah, you yes. might have. You've probably seen it. I have. Yeah. On one of my many uh, trips through the television of scrolling through things oh, and God. not picking anything. I've wasted so much of my life doing that. <laughs> I'm sure most people have. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's bad. Yeah. So, the cast in this movie is very small. It's pretty much our main character and a couple side characters. Uh, Rebecca Hall plays our main character, Beth. And she has been in a number of movies. Do you recognize her? Did you recognize her from any particular movie you've seen? The town. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. She's been in Godzilla vs Kong. She's been in The Gift. She's been in The Prestige. But yeah, I mostly remember her from uh, 2010's The Town. Yeah. Uh, honestly, 
She's a fucking baller, dude, as far as actresses go. Damn, man. What? So good. Like, I left the movie being like, holy shit, she's amazing. She carries this movie. Dude, it's so, like, I just, yeah, it's hard to put in the words, like, how good her acting is. Yeah, because you need to, you need to develop, like, this empathy for the character in order to be, like, fully enveloped into the movie, and she does it so well. Yeah. Um... We also have Sarah Goldberg, who plays Beth's best friend, Claire. And I knew she looked familiar, and I realized that she was in, or is in, the HBO series Barry. Oh. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I've never seen her in anything, or I've never seen Barry either. Okay, it's but really good. But I've heard, good. like, pretty good stuff. Yeah, you yeah. should check it out. This guy, what's his name, Bill Hader? Bill Hader. Yeah, he's cool as fuck. Very he's good. funny as shit. Yeah, dude. he's funny very good. Yeah. Um, we have Vondi Curtis Hall who plays Mel. My man. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> he's so likable, man. I don't know what it is in the movie, I mean. Okay, I was going to ask you your opinion on Mel. Um oh. because I wasn't a big fan. Wow. Yeah. He he's likable, sure, okay. but he's also f- very forgettable. That's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong there. But he was very nice. He was That's very very nice, very caring. Uh, we have Evan like. Jonikite. I'm definitely butchering that name. Who plays Owen? And then we have Stacy Martin, who plays Madeline, the bookstore girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jumping into like the tone and the vibe of this movie, what I thought this movie did very well was I address ideas that people are often too afraid to talk about. It addresses the main. The main or one of the most existential questions that like we deal with, which is being, is there life after death? Um, I don't know if we got a full answer from that. <laughs> nah, I don't think we did either. I know. Um, a- a- apart from that, it also tackles the idea or the fear that someone you thought you knew is nothing like who you thought they were. Which is just as terrifying as considering life after death. Maybe even more so. That's scary, man. I mean, you see it all the time. I mean, I don't know about all the time, but in the real world, literally, there's like married couples out there. And after decades, they'll find out that their husband is a serial killer or their father is a serial killer or something. Leading like uh, separate lives or cheating their entire life. It's crazy, crazy, man. Yeah, that's scary. That makes you question everything you thought you knew. Right, man. right, yeah, shit is fucked. Yeah, this movie's scary just on that, on its own. Yeah, just it, just on that alone, right? It tackles uh. some very real life questions. Um, the movie is very dark. It's very grim. Uh, it's very raw and visceral. Um, if you're in a bad mood, or if like you have, if like death is kind of close to you in some way, I wouldn't recommend watching this movie. No, that's fair. Uh, it does have horror elements to it. But you could also consider this like a psychological mind fuck, like a psychological thriller, or, or yeah. just, is that like a, are you creating a new yeah, category? Like a, psychological mind, mind fuck. Mind fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. a little more extreme than the thriller. Right. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Thrills can be exciting. I feel like this one is not that exciting. No, but it's very fucking good. <laughs> no, agreed. Um, yeah, I mean, it has like you're saying, it has horror elements, but it doesn't. It doesn't fully cross the threshold. It doesn't fully derobe itself as a horror movie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It doesn't take off the bathrobe. It doesn't strip. It shows show you a leg. His or her 
Yeah, it's probably his yeah. or her leg. Yeah. That's about it. Yep. That's all you get. <laughs> you <Your> like <leg>. very <laughs> toned legs from Peloton Through a door. Right <laughs> <laughs> Through a door. It just sticks its, its little toe out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Damn, man, I want more. Yeah, I know, man. Does Me this uh, does this movie remind you of any other movies in terms of like tone or just uh, storyline? Because oh. I have a I have a couple. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to. I don't know. Um, in terms of like its tone or vibe, the Babadook. Oh, okay. Just kind of like how fair. it makes you feel after the movie ends. <laughs> Very fair. Yeah. I mean, it deals with a lot of the same stuff, too. Yeah, it does. Um, but then in terms of like plot, like a very general plot, Final Destination. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like I, wow. I, a much better, fi- a much, much better version of death coming and death being eminent. That is a very, very deep pull. I did not think because I haven't seen or thought about that movie in over a decade and a half. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, it's been yeah. a long time. But just the whole idea that like you can't so escape weird. death. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's always That's coming a, for you. Definitely at the focal point of this movie. For sure. Uh, themes. What are some themes you got out of this movie? Uh, well, like you're saying, death, um, the fact that you may not know anybody the way you think you do. Huh. Um, Suicide and depression. Oh, yeah. Geez. For sure. And My like, bad. And yeah. just how, like, the two can correlate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, definitely, what's it with the main character's name again? I'm sorry. Uh, Beth. Beth, right. Uh, she's, like, pretty much from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie going through something. And it changes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that scene where uh the woman comes in real bitchy like and she's like oh my son got a c dude like just having to deal with like work still after only a week after her husband shot himself is pretty crazy yeah and that's what makes her such a strong character in this movie too Mm -hmm. because she just she's right back at it yeah but she's still vulnerable she is. That's probably her way of dealing with it, right? Some people might like regress, but hers is to kind of just go for. And you can tell she's still really hurt, and that she could explode at like any moment. Yes, but she's like pushing through it, right? Especially once she has like um, a motive or like a a destination that she's trying to get to, which is to find answers. Yeah, I guess that kind of keeps her occupied in a sense. Yeah. Um. Honestly, any deeper into her personal and professional life or any deeper into her professional life and she may not go on this entire escapade to find out what happened. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because she was trying to shut herself off from the whole thing. Yeah. You know? Agreed. But, uh, dude, when she was looking at the guns too, man, on the computer, um, what did you what did you make out of that? Like, do you think there was some consideration that early in the movie for her own suicide. Are we jumping in spoilers here? Oh my god, <laughs> dude, my bad. Oh my god, I got excited. Um, no, I mean that's not. That's really that not. Bad. And it happens okay. pretty early on. Yeah, I could have done worse. Well, dude, that's why I like this movie so much. Like thinking about that scene is because it has such great rewatch value. Um, what this movie felt like to me. You remember those like goosebumps, like choose your own path type yeah. things? Yeah. Like where it starts off in one direction and then, you know, depending on how you perceive what's happening will dictate um, what happens to the character yeah. or like what path you choose. This is what that felt like. Like the director did such a good job at making 
this entire movie like ambiguous. Yeah. But oh, like not but yeah. not not convoluted. Like you can understand if you choose to go down that path and be like, okay, this is what is happening to our main character. So this is how it ends. Or you could go a completely different way and say, this is what happens. This is how she's perceiving things. And this is how it ends type deal. Um, Yeah, that's why they show her looking at houses the second before they change the camera and bring it back to her looking at handguns. Yeah. Because, like, she could be moving on. She could not be. And you're like, was that her? Was, like, was that her? Or was it something else? Or was she researching, like, I don't know. Yeah, she wouldn't be researching the type of gun that her husband used. She would be looking for her own. Right. And she doesn't even remember doing it. Right. So, like, it, yeah, it's, it's so weird. Man. Yeah, it's it's very, it's very weird. Did I jump far enough ahead that you didn't get to give me some interesting facts about the movie? Or did you kind of hit that already? I know you gave me some. I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, I didn't, much. I just wanted to make sure. Like, I didn't want to detract from that segment because that's kind of your thing. Yeah. Usually I don't offer like, anything constructive to this podcast. Fine. I feel like usually when it's like plot heavy, I won't go too deep into like interesting facts. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh, I just think from now on, maybe you'll just talk the entire time and I'll just do post-production. <laughs> I'll move a couple of uh, audio clips around and yeah, that'll like be I was my up, job. I was up for hours and hours doing this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Well, I do appreciate you making time because unlike you, I get to go to bed at a relatively early time and wake up at a relatively early time, as opposed to going bed late and waking up at an early time. Well, you so, don't get to do anything. You're choosing to do it. I'm choosing to go to bed late and waking up early. To a degree. To a degree, but, like, you can't... You don't get home until, what, almost midnight? Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's actually very late for me. I don't know anybody who can come home after working for eight hours and just, like, go to sleep. Makes and no that's sense. And that's true, right. I also thought I was hearing noises at school yesterday. I got I was freaking myself out. Really? Yeah, because you're. I was by myself. I know, man, like, but that's quiet. always like ju- just such a creepy atmosphere. I thought I heard somebody walking on the roof, straight up. I was like, "That's fucking this creepy." Is, I don't like this. Maybe somebody was. I know it's possible. It's, I guess, <laughs> but uh, we used to climb the roof of my uh, high school and get tennis balls. I don't know why. It was just that's weird. There was like a a pole along the side that you could like shimmy up, and we would just go up there and run across. It's also dangerous. It's very dangerous. You but when know you're better. a seventeen-year-old teenage boy with hormones just running through you, you need stuff. to You'll do, do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Um. Oh, so let me ask you, man, because you kind of where where's your hometown of, in New York? Like, where's that located? About it's about near Albany, right? Yeah, about forty minutes south of Albany. Okay, so have you been to any of the places that they show in this movie? No, Utica is Utica, one of them. I know, which makes me question where this takes place. Is it in Pennsylvania? The oh, lake I house? thought it was New York. Was it? It could have been. I don't know. Because she drove only a few hours to get up to Utica. So definitely could it have could been be either. right around the area that we're talking to. When she was shopping about. for houses, I think it was New York she was looking really? at. Really? Okay. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. I don't really remember. But, um, I mean, it could be Pennsylvania, I guess. It could you, be, honestly, anywhere. Yeah, because Utica is kind of near Cortland. That's what I was. Yeah, 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 that's what I was thinking. So I didn't know if like she was already living in New York. I just have in my notes in all capitals and why I represent 
That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> that's all your notes. End yeah, that's the whole mo- thing. And then end movie. Nah, but I, I gotta say, do you think? Do you know if they filmed it in New York? That I'm not sure. Okay. It, it definitely looks like it could have been filmed in New York. Yeah, because I was just thinking like the landscape was like I don't know. It just had a New York feeling to it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was great. Like I liked, I enjoyed like the the backdrop for the movie, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like uh, I don't know, you I see so many movies in urban settings and stuff like that. It's cool to get away from that. I wouldn't mind living in that lake house, and it also adds to the isolation, as always, which is what you know, a lot of directors tend to gravitate towards for their main characters. Isolation. Isolation. Oh yeah. Seclusion. That's because that's all the things that drive you crazy. Exactly. I guess. Exactly. Um, and that's one of the things that Bruckner did very well. Um, he also did a great job at like sending us down this rabbit hole with Beth. Yeah. Which is crazy because like you're experiencing what she's experiencing at the same time. You don't really know what's going on. Once again, why this has such good rewatch value. Agreed. Oh. Yo, dude, a hundred percent. Um, I was gonna say once you said that that um, ah, uh, yeah, like you go down a rabbit hole with her. She continually, uh, I notice, puts herself in harm's way in terms of the grieving process. Not that there, uh, there's five stages to grief. Yes, everybody needs to process and accept eventually, but she's just going extra hard. Like from the beginning, she's watching clips of him, like you know all this other shit. And yeah. Honestly, I got to say really quick, her fucking friends do not help. They just say all the dumbest shit, like, constantly. Every fucking time they're on screen, it fucking drives me insane. Okay, dude, insane. I thought the Saint Claire you're talking about specifically, like, uh, Claire, the, uh, her, her friend, the blonde-haired girl? Yes, and also the one she went out to the bar with. Oh, the worst. I fucking... Dude, I wanted to slap those people. Gary? Oh. Fucking asshole Gary? Gary. Oh, my God. Um, Gary, Indiana. So I want to give a little credit to Claire because I was the same fucking way, man. I was like, Claire, she's just saying all the wrong shit to her. Like, and then the more I thought about it, like, she was very blunt and she didn't really consider Beth's emotions. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, this is Beth's best friend. Like, she could use the bluntness. She could use it. Someone, like, someone needs to hear it. She needs to hear it and someone needs to tell her. Yeah. So I no, appreciate that. Like it felt very real. And that's like that's what separates Claire from like an acquaintance is that she's not afraid to say uh-huh. these things that uh-huh. Beth might need to hear, but no one is gonna tell her. Also at the same time, like Claire was there for her. Like Beth was the one that kept isolating herself from others, especially yeah. when she needed the support. Um, don't get me wrong, some of the shit that Claire says is cringeworthy. Like she oh, makes, dude. she says a quote when they're out at happy hour, like a Shakespeare quote or some shit, like oh, soliloquy yeah, yeah, or some yeah. shit like that. Dude, uh, she may as well have just been like, "Ha, huh, your husband shot himself." Like, yes, she may as well have just said that. Yeah, but. and and one thing that annoyed me with Claire, she kept on saying like, "Why are you going through his stuff?" Like oh. it's because he had a separate life. I would do the exact same thing. Oh, of course, I would do the exact. I would. I wouldn't stop until I found an answer. Like you need closure. Uh huh. I don't know. It's weird. Why get so gun ho about her getting through, going through the stuff? Like, why question it? I know that was weird too. Like I her th- motives are not really clear if she has any. They're not. And I thought there was gonna. I thought like Claire was gonna have like like Claire. She was gonna find out Claire was in a relationship with Owen or some shit like that. Right. Like, right. Some sort of like love triangle or whatever. But that never comes to fruition. 
Yeah, because literally every single girl she finds on the computer looks like her. Exactly. In some way. Yeah, in some way. Very similar features. Skinny, brown hair. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do you say? Should we just jump right in? Should we start talking about some some spoilers? I think so, man. All right. Let's talk about the opening scene. The movie opens up with a layout of the lake house. And once again, looks very calm and serene. But then we see Beth walk up to the door and she's dressed in black and she's walking into an empty house. There's pictures on the wall which shows that she is married or was married. And she's holding a letter but she's afraid to open it. So clearly she's in the mourning stage uh, from the death of her husband, we could assume. But we don't know what (laughs) happened at this point. And uh, you had mentioned those videos that she was watching. Did that hit you at all? Like, considering uh, that you just got married, like, if you were to go back and watch, like, a video of, like, your marriage. I'll be honest with you. And this is going to sound really, uh, it's going to sound really heavy. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, That's why I'm asking you, because. Sometimes I think, like, I don't know. I feel like everybody thinks about it. Like, God forbid, like, what if one day you come home and then something's wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, and something like that happens. Oh. Man. It's, like, one of the worst possible feelings. I mean, it hits you even more when you're married. Absolutely. Oh, dude. Absolutely. Well, absolutely, man. And, like, to put that very subtle scene in the movie, and it has so much emotion to it, it hits, dude. Man. Yeah, it hits really hard. So right away, you know, like, you know what you're in for when you see that. And I agree with you, man. Like, it's like, I think you fear that more than anything else is something terrible happening to the ones you love. Um, and yeah, it's just it, that that scene is important, too, because we get to hear their wedding song, which becomes prevalent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Throughout the movie. I, I do have one question before mm-hmm. you continue. Who is the woman that is walking up to the door with her? It might just be like her mom. I or, thought it was her mom. Yeah, because okay. she Cause did. They, they don't show. They don't show her or yeah. give any detail as to who. Which it is, is interesting because we don't hear from the mom at all after that, like from any of her family. But once yeah. again, she might just be secluding herself. Right, right, right. But still, during a time like that, like I'm very surprised there weren't like family members who were like, "I'm staying with you." Like, no yeah. questions asked. You but know? also, I think a lot of times people get tripped up and thinking like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't reach out because blah blah blah." Give them like, space. They think too much about it. You yeah. Know? When yeah. really, that's you should be up their asshole. Yeah, after like, to they need them. it whether they they need it or they need you up their asshole whether. <laughs> They know it or not. Don't give them food, though, because they'll just throw it out like Beth does. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. They don't That's want any of that up. garbage. I wonder what was in there. It's probably something good. It's probably like chicken parm. Ziti. Oh, I was thinking ZD. Oh, ZD, yeah, because ZD can go several days. It's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so uh, we fast forward to nighttime, and she's lying in an empty bed, and uh, she looks over, and did you get anything out of this where she sees the indent in the pillow? from her husband's head and she like grazes it with her hand and as she's doing it she hears like a knock at the door like did that indent kind of like confuse you at all because like a pillow is supposed to fluff up oh and instead it looked like a head that makes sense yeah i now that you say it yeah i'm not very good at noticing things you know that but uh yeah i mean the bed would be the thing that would have the indent right if somebody was possibly there. could be the bed too. like a, that would be the first if thing, they didn't right? have a Tempur-Pedic uh yeah I mean having seen the movie I'm gonna go ahead and assume that isn't her husband 
creating that dent. Yes. But at the time, once again, why this has such great rewatch value is that's exactly who you think it is. <laughs> right. Now we know. I don't think that's who it was at all. No, nah, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, she hears a knock on the door and she inspects the house but finds no one. Uh, she does, however, see that like shadow that appears in the glass and it vanishes when she goes to look for it. Horrifying. Horrifying. Very effective, man. Dude. And that's just because that's like once again shit you see or think you see when you're just like walking around at night. I do it all the time. All the fucking time. I can't tell you how many times I think a coat hanging up is a fucking person standing. Dude. <laughs> standing there. I leave my coat on my cart at work and I'll look into the hallway for a second. I'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right, for like a split second, but it's the coat. <laughs> it's just the coat, man. But I do it all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but weird things are starting to happen and they're starting to happen right away. This is like really, like we said, right in the opening scene. She goes down to the dock. I'm not sure why she goes down to the dock. I don't know if you remember, but maybe she was just going down to the boat. But she sees, oh, maybe she looks outside and she sees that the the latch to the dock, dock is open. It was undone, yeah. That's why mm-hmm. I think that so prompted she, her to go. So she goes down and she sees these muddy footprints leading from the boat up to the house, not the other way around. Barefoot, by the Barefoot. way. And at the same time, a gunshot goes over the lake. So your initial thoughts, or at least mine, was that you're made to believe the husband is trying to contact her to let her know he's with her. Um, Once again, we still don't know how he died, so we're unsure if she had any type of closure. Going back and watching this again, you would see, or at least from my perspective, that this thing that is plaguing her is trying to trick her yeah. Confuse her and make her believe it's her husband. <sighs> Dude. It's crazy. It's so it's very good. This movie goes it makes you think so much different shit that at one point I even thought she was dead already after the gunshot. Yes. I thought she had shot herself already. Yeah. I was way wrong, which is amazing. Like I was it's, happy that I was wrong. There's so many ways to interpret this movie and oh, uh, like I was telling you earlier, that's why I kept changing the rating. Like the more I researched it after I was done, I was like that's fucking brilliant yeah dude. like it really like uh, some of it went over my head and i going back and seeing the layers you're just like i i have to give it a better rating than that yeah i could i could definitely like you keep saying i mean you said it several times i could definitely watch it again mm-hmm. i think and yeah. uh there's more to to look into I dissect think, yeah with it um so we find out that beth is a teacher like what you were uh explaining earlier and oh, whole when little i shouldn't s- have been yeah dude um being a husband of a teacher who teaches high school students, like oh. this next scene, that scene resonated with me so much. Cause, dude, I can't tell you how many times Barb has had this <laughs> exact same encounter, man. Yeah. Like, kids don't do their work. They wait until the last day of their school. And then mommy comes in and plays the victim. Yeah. And Beth's reaction was, I've, I never felt like, so good after that reaction (laughs) it was the perfect way to react like she just like all right you want to be here's a b didn't give her any chance to argue it was just because that's why she came in right like parents do that man sometimes like and she's probably a stay-at-home mom oh god fucking typical karen doesn't understand how the world works but she does say that's not why she's here the mom 
She does, but which that, is total bullshit. It's such bullshit. But why I say that? I don't know. Because there was no re- because she got what she wanted. Immediately. She didn't expect that. Yeah, she wanted to. She make wanted it an, an argument. Yeah, right, that's right. what she came in for, and Beth she got one. Said, yeah. <laughs> so two important things happen during this encounter. One, we find out that Hunter's mom is a fucking bitch, and uh, <laughs> two, we find out what happened to Beth's husband. Yeah. That being, uh, a, he took the boat out on the lake and shot himself in the head. Right. I mean, yes, but also, I don't know. He can't know for sure that that he did it willingly. I feel. right. No, a- abso- you know absolutely saying? right. I don't think it was completely under his control. He pulled the trigger. Yes. Right. But it doesn't mean he didn't. There wasn't some type of outside influence, right? Because whatever that. we, uh, whatever's laying in that bed with her, uh, can't necessarily, touch. Well, it can touch people. Yeah, because it does do that weird. It, like she can feel pressure, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah, but I don't weird. think it can. I don't think it's strong enough to put a gun in someone's it, hand. Uh huh. But they can trick it. Yeah. Or it can trick people into doing those things by fucking with their mind right i think yeah yeah no that sounds about right it sounds about right um yeah well yeah so (laughs) pretty heavy shit there and now i want to go back to your thoughts on mel because we're introduced to mel pretty early on in the movie and we find out that when mel's wife had passed beth and owen were there for him but yeah, what did you think of the character of Mel? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was like a pretty prototypical friendly neighbor. Um, we're in spoilers already, right? Can, yeah, we're jumping okay. in. Yeah, um, yeah, like even later when it's revealed that he knew about some of the things her husband was doing behind her back, I wasn't like mad at him because like a lot of people would react like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I I agree with you completely. Um, my issue was with Mel is that I honestly thought he was going to play a bigger role than he did. Ah. Like he was just this, he was just like a portal for Beth to find out information about Owen, and that's it. Like he was simply just exposition. Yeah, that's a good point, um, man. That's a good point. Like, Poor guy. He really uh. Like I thought, he, leaning like, into him. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I, I honestly, especially after his wife passed. But I, uh, oh man, I expected more. Like there was that. There's that scene where Beth is walking out in the woods and like stumbles across Mel, and Mel's like, "You shouldn't be out here. Like you should be back home resting." And like I'm like, "Oh, he's in on it. He's uh-huh. got something. Like he's gonna come back at the house. He was protecting Owen. Um, right. We yeah. find out he was pr- trying to protect Beth, but." Nothing really comes to fruition other than Mel telling Beth the encounter he had with Owen that one night. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, they hug earlier in the movie, Beth and him. Yeah, yeah. They're good friends. So they're like close. They are. They are close friends. Right. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's interesting that, uh, like you said, that they didn't do more with his character in general. Like you said, exposition. That's totally fair. Mm Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Uh, really more, yeah, really just like a, a portal for information. Um, another cool thing about this movie is that, like, it can be a horror film. It can be, like, this psychological mind fuck, a.k.a. thriller. 
Um, but it's also like this like mystery kind of detective work. Yeah. Because Beth goes on this like mission to find out more about Owen. Um, and she starts cleaning out Owen's stuff. And she stumbles upon a book. And that book says, in quotes, to Owen, use it well, signed B. I'm like, oh, that's from Beth. Like, origi- that's my original thought is, <laughs> oh, it's Beth, and she gave him a book, and she's just looking through it. Um, but as she's turning through the pages, she's seeing these, like, weird schematics, these, like, mazes. Cryptic notes. Very cryptic notes. One of the pages says, trick it, don't listen to it. And you're like, oh, my God. Owen is tricking Beth. Like, <laughs> he's trying to use this, like, occult book to trick Beth so that he can lead this alternate life. Yeah. And you find out later on in the movie that that's not at all what he was trying to do. Um, Side note, did we ever find out who B was? I don't think so. It's signed B. And I I was like, I just assumed, like you're saying, Beth. But there's no way that she gets. So I'm like, who? But I also thought for a moment, I'm sorry, I also Mm -hmm. thought at this point in the movie that it's possible that Owen may have been suffering from mental illness in some capacity, but obviously I was wrong, I think, um, which would have made me think like maybe it wouldn't have stopped him from signing something to himself from someone else. Okay. You know what I mean? Like he's so wrapped up in whatever the fuck was going on with him yeah. before he died, which was a lot to handle mm-hmm. uh, as we find out later that he just like his mind was all like, jumbled i think i think he was suffering Uh, beth does does make a note of this or does like say this in the movie that she was the one that always dealt with depression not owen yes Um, yes yes yes. but then we also we also find nope go ahead oh no which i was gonna say which makes the fact that he killed himself even more confusing for her and everyone else for her and everyone else it is eventually explained um in the movie his motive which we can talk about a little later too. Um, yeah, unless you want to talk, me, it blew me a fuck. Yeah, it blew me away, dude. I was just like, what? Yeah, it was. You know? Yeah, wild. I mean, if we're wild. there, I mean, are we there? Did you have more you wanted to say before? Uh... No, because I'm just kind of breaking down. Uh, I'm just kind of breaking down the movie. No, we can we can talk about that part too. Um, you want to take it away? Oh, about what we find out with him with the book and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, he underlines, like, certain passages in it also. I don't know if you mentioned that. I don't think you did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's, like, all about, like, cults and stuff, and she finds some weird fucking statue. Holy shit, this thing is fucking weird. The lover doll is what they call it. Is that it. what it's called? Yeah. Okay. It's uh, basically a woman, I think it's supposed to be. Like, it has, I think it had breasts, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Boobies and then <laughs> TTs. I can't. I'm fucking thirty two. Uh, not not twelve. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing that. And it has like a bunch of rods, like through it. It was so fucking. Like I saw that and it made me uncomfortable. Yeah, I was. I was trying to figure out if there was any significance of that position that the the figurine is in, but uh, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I, I guess like a this it's a total it's a position of total domination. Like you can't do anything in that. Right. Position. Right. You know That's yeah, because towards the end of the movie, Beth ends up in that being contorted into that position. You're right. right. And that's when this thing has like full control, quote unquote. Right. So you know, with finding out that 
the cult shit is underlined and all that stuff. There's the thought that he is in a cult, right? Mm -hmm. Right away, but he's not. I mean, what I gathered from it later on was that, like, he was, like, essentially. Well, I don't want to talk about that yet. Okay. Yeah, because it's, like, too big of a thing. But what I do want to talk about first is something else that I don't remember what it was. Hold on one sec. Can I talk a little more about the book? Yes, go ahead. So that book that um, Beth finds with all, like, the underlying stuff or whatever is called, like, Caradroya, whatever. And like you said, it's a book about the the dark alt, dark arts, occult. Occult yeah, yeah. arts, yeah, yeah. Um, and in the book, like you had alluded to, were underlying sentences he thought were important, including one that says... This book represents any series of simple mazes and reversed spaces intended to confuse or weaken dark forces by distorting the identity and location of the subject. Pursuing spirits could be satiated by false forms of sacrifice. So now we're starting to find out a little more information about Owen's motive, but we're still missing pieces to the puzzle. Um, Did you remember what you wanted to talk about? Well, it's directly related to what you just said. So, yeah. That's what I was hoping. Yeah. So, you find out, like, at a certain point, at the kind of the climax in the movie, uh, this man, Owen, has been up to much worse than cheating on his wife. He has been up to playing Scrabble with his friends and not telling her. No. (laughs) Not telling her the words. There's a lot of good words to use. No, he's been fucking straight up killing other women. Yes, yes. To yes, keep he has. this entity off of his wife, basically. At bay. Yeah, there's there's a lot. We could start way back and work our way up to there, but you are 100% right. Like, he is... Do you think that, before we go back, mm-hmm. do you think that this thing, is it death? Like, Grim Reaper style? I think so. Kind of? Yeah, yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay. that's exactly what I was thinking, that it's... She's like clearly marked. Form of death. She's been marked and now it's and you know why she's been marked, right? She had a near death experience. She had a near death experience experience, which we find out after that whole happy hour thing when she takes out the note and reads it to uh the group at happy hour. White girl um, wasted. White girl wasted. But so believable during that entire encounter. Like, cause at any second you feel like she's about to blow a lid. Um, not to mention, so why this movie is so good is that like, it can go in so many different directions because she's inebriated the entire time she's drinking. So you're like, all right, your mind is altered when you're drinking. Could this all just be in her mind? Like, is that a thing? Like, is this actually happening? Well, they make it clear that that's a possibility when she goes back to the house and one second she's hanging out with her friend and the next second she's not there. Exactly. Which is... And that also... Yeah. Exactly. And that also happens in the beginning. We talked about like the uh, looking at the houses and then waking up to like the gun. Yes. Like what's happening. Yes. Like I think, yeah, she's just not sure what's real. What's happening in her subconscious like type deal. Um, Yeah, she's not sure what's real, and we're not sure what's real and what isn't. Um, so Beth decides to read that letter at happy hour in front of uh, asshole Gary <laughs> and uh, the other group, <laughs> the other companions that are there. Dude. And the <sighs> note 
says, nothing is after you. You're safe now. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, they're just asking dumb questions. And, like, Gary's like, you had no idea. Like, asking, like, very heartless, like, fucking i don't know i'm just because it, it like makes me like stop because i'm like if someone fucking asked me that i'd probably swing at him right yeah, yeah. And the girl's like, like you keep the note in your bag yeah bitch. yeah i keep the fucking note in my bag you better back yeah. the fuck <laughs> up before i fucking slap you oh my god i would have smashed the glass and be like wow let's go yo dude because like i don't know i, I don't know to what end i wonder bruckner or whoever wrote the movie rather like has those characters act like such dickheads <laughs> like is there uh is there any like does that drive the plot in any fashion not really no it doesn't like they could have been sympathetic i guess just to show how people how ignorant and stupid people can be yeah they do a great job you're right because some people some people don't mean to act awkward they just don't know how to react to a situation like exactly, that. exactly what you said yeah exactly um so we find out that Beth does actually know what that letter means. She claims at the the table she doesn't know, but when she gets back to her house with Claire, uh, she talks about a incident she had when she was 17 where she got into a car accident. Um, the car went over a cliff and her like she died, right? For like four she says like four minutes or something yeah, like, like her that. Yeah, heart stopped. Yeah. And when she finally came to, everyone like people had found out kids everyone that she had died and they all asked her what happened and she lied to all of them and told them oh like i saw a light i saw a light the only person she says what she really saw was to owen and i forget how she explained it but she said she saw like a like a tunnel that just keeps going or something like right that. it That's was just like it was a tunnel with no light with no light yeah exactly a tunnel right. with no just how lights. i like them um uh, and I'm not sure if she avoids telling Claire yeah. in detail. Um, well, no, no, she does. And also when she wakes up, Claire is gone. So, yeah, no, scratch, scratch that last. I was just trying to kind of put something together, the storyline, but it doesn't make sense. Um, so what happens after... The letter. I think she has a dream later that night, right? You mean immediately after? Immediately Claire's after gone? Claire's gone. Ah, uh, more like a jarring experience because yes. she's fucking woken up by God knows what that noise is. Yeah, that right? I know. So she keeps on. So she was woken up by. She kept waking up to the sound of her wedding song. And what what did she wake up to this time? This time? Uh, I think it's like noise from what she thinks is outside. Okay. Right, because this is immediately before she randomly sees or thinks she sees girls running past her. You're right. So she wakes up from which that. Which freaked me the fuck out, by the oh, way. Dude. Oh, my God. And then it's like jump me. off the cliff. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Yeah. So it's, that shit got me. It's so effective, man, because it's hard to tell what's real and what she's dreaming. Also, I like that Bruckner always made her uh, wake up on the floor, like, off of her bed. Yeah, what? I mean, she's obviously sleepwalking. sleepwalking? So, like, could she have been outside walking, dreaming at the same time, just picturing this all in her head? 
Because there's multiple times where she's like outside looking over the cliff, over the water, and those girls come running past. Right. And there's times where in that same dream, I think she's like uh, uh, looking up at her house. And she sees like Owen in each window with different women. And it's like, could she have been just sleepwalking, looking at that house, and her mind is just playing a trick on her? Yeah. Definitely possible. Or is she is in some fucking like manipulative like dream state that this thing, thing is putting her in? Yeah. Um well I wasn't wanting to ask, like the girls in the vision that are jumping off the cliff, they all have dark hair, right? They all I'm have not- dark hair. Okay. So these are the girls that Owen is killing yes right? but, okay but she doesn't know that at the time what i'm trying to figure out is he definitely did cheat on her too right because i mean the thing is she's creating all this in her head because she has no idea that he's done what he's done yet so he thinks she thinks it's just him cheating but now i'm thinking he had to have cheated no matter what because how else would he lure these women into a position to murder them yeah and we even find out from like madeline which is the bookstore girl, and I want to talk about the bookstore girl a little bit because that dream that she has where the three women are running off the cliff, Yeah, one of those women is the girl in the it's white bookstore? blouse. Oh, okay. Which is bookstore girl. Oh, it's girl. bookstore girl? That's bookstore girl. One of those girls. Yeah. Interesting. And it's because she makes a comment about the blouse, how she never owned that blouse when she first finds a picture in Owen's phone of Madeline's her name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. But she is clearly one of those women jumping off the cliff. So here's my question. Yeah, yeah. Is it possible that Madeline was never alive and that this was all... Oh. The reason why I say that is because she never... You never see her talk to anyone else in the movie. When she finds... When Beth finds Madeline in the bookstore, there's no one around. Madeline... The only other time we see Madeline is when she comes to the house. And How did she know where she lived, first of all? She said that she had been there before, which would make sense. Be- I mean, we don't see a car. She doesn't drive up in a car. She's just at the door. She gets into a car, though, later. Don't forget. Does she get into a car? Yeah. And she's seen... Wa- Remember, it's like raining, and she's seen waving awkwardly. Okay. All right. So yeah. then, all right. So but that doesn't. it still doesn't mean shit, though could be a it doesn't mean anything the car could be dead <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean it, that, that like does, your theory could no, still hold up is what I mean. it could but now that that does kind of actually debunk it a little bit which is fine but it makes me question like what actually happened with that encounter between her and owen because she says and we find this out from madeline and we also find out from mel this encounter because mel tells beth that she that he saw owen with another girl and thought it was Beth, turned around, it wasn't. Uh-huh. I think we could assume that, that it was... Madeline. We could, but it might not be, because I'm sure Owen did the same thing with multiple women. Uh-huh. Um, but Ooh, Madeline... Man. So, all right, so just assume <laughs> that she is alive then. Either way, we still find out, like, from Mel and from Madeline what happens to these women. Right. Owen has these urges. He lures women back into this house, this half house that he built in the woods um seems safe seems safe right and then kills these women and you're like okay so he's a mass he's a serial killer 
right? Now, what the fuck is he killing women for? <laughs> and we find out. We find out later that he's not trying to trick Beth. He's trying to trick this entity, Death, the Grim Reaper, whatever yeah, you want to call, call it. Um, so when she, when Beth died and woke, she told Owen that she saw nothing. Yeah. Right? And as the viewer, you believe that nothing means there's no afterlife. Yeah. However, what she really means is that there's this literal thing called... Oh, it's called nothing. Nothing, right, right, yeah. Right. That is trying to get her and bring her back. And uh, this thing is, like, represented by, like, negative space and just, like, voices out of thin air and shit like that. Um, and we'll call it death. Yeah. Just to make it less confusing. <laughs> right. Um, but death is extremely manipulative, and it plays tricks on Beth to make it believe that it's Owen. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, telling her to do these things that will get her closer to it by, like, luring her onto the boat and having <sighs> Owen, like, sit in front of her. By the way, really cool, like, dream dream sequence. Oh, where, like, the yeah. red moon and she's, like, sitting over oh. the lake. It's, like, a very euphoric Amazing. moment. Yeah, she was, like, I think basically kind of in the world of the living and the world of the dead. Okay, that's ki- I was going to ask you the significance yeah, of that because that's... Setting happens a couple times. I have... Okay, I want to backtrack for one second, and then yep. we're going to go back to that. I want to give your theory about Madeline a little bit more of a leg to stand on, right? Uh, even the way she's walking behind the bookcases is very, like... Like, Ghostly. the way they film that, you know what I'm saying? It's really, yeah, like, she's dead. Yeah, right? And she's yeah. very pale, and, like, just her whole encounter with Owen, the way she's she ugly, describes it. She stinks. She's, <laughs> ugh, gross. She's skinny. No. <laughs> really skinny. We like Madeline. She's um, nice. We do. But she um, was. You what? She was nice. She was nice, yeah. Uh, but, like... No, you, but, yeah, I just wanted to get that thought out. And that's good, because even that whole encounter where she's like, oh, he started strangling me and then stopped or whatever. Like, I don't well, know. He stopped because you died. Because you Maybe. died, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Right, right. And yeah, now she's just kind of, like, floating around. I'm on board with that. Okay, so it's possible. But the whole car thing, I want to go back and watch yeah. that. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, because she does wave. I do yeah, remember that, like, waves. that weird-ass, like, like, she's, like, a little kid. But, like, it's, like, half-ass, though. It's weird. Yeah. Um, But going back to the boat thing. Oh, right. Um, okay. And so, yeah, this death keeps playing tricks on Beth. Um, but it was also manipulative. Death was also manipulative to Owen as well. So after Beth tells Owen what she sees, it like opens up like some kind of portal that allows death to communicate with Owen. Yeah. Hence the whole like why we thought Owen was losing his mind because he legit, there was something in his mind telling him, to do all these things, uh, specifically kill Beth. Right. Um, and Owen, although noble, like in the perspective of, of Beth, is able to resist killing Beth by instead killing other women and tricking this thing into thinking that it's Beth. That's why he got women that looked like Beth. That's why he built that half-ass house in the woods. What a horrible way to live. <laughs> That's why he uses that book, the occult arts, to trick yeah. this this thing or whatever. Um, works for a while. It does. It works for a while until death finds out. Yeah, probably um, after Owen dies. I'm guessing is is how he finds out. 
I think he, yeah, and I think he was hoping that that would have been like that would have been that was the portal to for death to Beth. Yeah, by persuading Owen to kill. So he's like, oh, if I if I'm the only one that knows about this, if I kill me, then it just goes away. Yeah, yeah, but but that doesn't happen. You were wrong, dude. You were wrong, and like it's it's fucking crazy because. Beth ends up having that like encounter with what she thinks is Owen. Oh, dude. It's like, and that's what we were talking about. Freaky we're like, as fuck, all dude. like the pressure. She's like, kind of like having like a bit of an orgasm she's or something. Enjoying like that. Yeah, she's enjoying yeah. herself. Until um, she gets thrown against the mirror. Yeah, dude. She's like, and she's like, is this Owen? And he's just like, it gets quiet. And then you just hear like, no. Oh, right? so like, fucking. Ah. Like, uh. Brutal. And then, like, he's gone. Doesn't it say something like that? Like, yeah, yeah. Owen's gone or Owen's something gone. like that. Um, and then all hell breaks loose from there. And the last, what, maybe, like, 15 minutes is her just experiencing some fucking trippy shit. <laughs> Rooms, like, changing in size and direction, and you're looking one way, and then you're, like, a flipped upside down looking another yeah, the house is like shape shifting, yeah, yeah, which is insane, extremely and disorienting. He built the house. I just remembered too, Owen. He built the house that they're living in. Yeah, yeah, he did. Ah, uh, yeah. So like, I don't know. Like, I'm wondering if, uh, like, nothing or death or whatever you want to call it, uh, kind of latched on during the time where he was building the house, and it was kind of able to like imbue itself in a weird kind of way into the house. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. As another way to like manipulate, uh, you know, uh, somebody's perception while they live there. You know what I'm saying? That's like, a good point. Because yeah, like it lasts on at a very specific time is what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I did want to also say we were talking about earlier, uh, the boat, right? Um, yeah, it's like the river sticks is essentially what I thought of. You familiar with the River Six? No, talk about that. I forget what brand of mythology it's from, but it's from something of that nature, mm-hmm. and it's essentially the river you cross when you go to the land of the dead. Essentially, is what that is. Oh shit! Really? Which is what that lake would be. That would make basically. perfect sense. Yeah, I can't believe you never heard of that before. Nope. I yeah, have, not. have you ever seen the movie uh, "What Dreams May Come" from Robin Williams and Max von Sydow? No, I haven't. Okay, yeah, because he dies in that movie. It's not a spoiler because that's the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dies in that movie, and he literally gets in a boat with Max von Sydow and goes, you know, that's... Oh, damn. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. No, I never heard of that, but it makes yeah. perfect sense. That's what it made sense. me think of. Okay. Well, that's a good... Uh, that's some good thinking right there. I have good thoughts sometimes. <laughs> Other times, I kill a bunch of women that look like my wife that's to fair. appease... Uh, death no that makes sense you know just because i have to you have no choice man i don't like it <laughs> i that's, gotta do it i mean that that's one of the issues i had with this movie was brushing over that fact and we could talk about that with our when we give our ratings yeah or does he like it he might like it owen he might he said he has these urges but is like that it. because i think those he are it. Hey, he probably likes it <laughs> it's like once you start you can't stop right it's like french fries it's like french fries <laughs> oh like mcdonald's french fries I don't know. Are those the best ones, you think? I have not had a McDonald's french fry in years, but I remember I loved them as a kid because it's just salty and fucking... In years. Fried. 
French fried, and they're. Are you ever going to again? Have McDonald's French fries? Probably not. That's insane. Is it? Bro, listen. Like on your fiftieth birthday, just have a small one, like a kid's size. Just do that. Oh, like a like one fry or like a no, little, like a little bag, the little tiny bag, the little like wet bags that you get. It's not wet. The oily. It's not wet. They're oily as fuck. Not from McDonald's. Dude, don't listen. Talk, don't talk bad about my McDonald's. I'll die on this hill, dude. <laughs> I'm sure you will. <laughs> you got more info about McDonald's than I got. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to say, too, man, this is going back to the whole point of this episode, which is the movie, uh, not French fries. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm really glad they don't show um, if Madeline is dead. I'm really glad they don't show her body in the, uh, in the floorboards. Yes, they don't. You're right. They just I'm show... Glad. What are they? Sh- it's pieces just like one hand. Yeah, pieces of bodies. Like hand. I do like that they don't show her dead. Yeah. Once again, it's all topics of discussion. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, it's the girls from the pictures. Yeah. Regardless. Right? Yeah, of course. But. Um. Yeah, and we know that, and we know that he's a murderer because when she meets nothing and she's in this house and it's all like shape shifting and shit, she sees from like an alternate reality Owen like killing these women choking them bashing their head in like all the while this thing saying like I am what you felt when your heart stopped you saw me and I've been with you ever since oh god deep man yeah that cuts deep yeah I don't know dude I mean (laughs) I I mean I get yeah I guess uh, he's like if you nearly die you probably think about it for the rest of your life. Yeah, you know? right. That's kind of what he's saying. Like, yeah, like I know you think about me every day. Exactly. And I'm still here. Exactly. Bitch. Yeah. Once again, like, this is more about depression and suicide. It could, it could also be about depression and suicide if you look at it from that perspective that she is always thinking about death. It's always just like one step away. Yeah. And she could end her life at any time. It's always haunting her. Like she still has control or does she kind of deal? Like it's. Yeah. I mean, people who nearly die, I'm sure in certain cases, depending on how traumatic the accident is, gotta consider it suicide. I mean, I'm imagining. Especially what she says she sees afterwards. Absolutely. Um, fuck. And, uh, (laughs) yeah. So we get towards the very end of the movie and it's the next morning and Claire goes over to see Beth. And this is after she's been through this whole ordeal, this whole like mind fuck of a dream part reality, whatever you want to call it. And she gets to the house and no one's home. And, Beth awakes on the boat with Owen and he's sitting there like curled up naked with like the gun in his hand. Once again, in that like, um, that like middle way between life and death. Right. You said that's yeah. what you said. Like, uh, yeah. River sticks, river sticks, like you're yeah. traveling to death. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Basically. Which makes way more sense when you look at it that way. Um, yeah. And Claire sees Beth and, from Claire's perspective, Beth is just sitting there slumped over on the boat, like floating in the lake. She Could looks like She looks as lifeless. As far as he knows. Yeah. And um, 
the voice is telling Beth that Owen thought he could protect her, but he was wrong. Uh, once again, saying you can't escape death not after you've already experienced it. Um, great scene. That's we'll just talk. That's my favorite scene of the movie. My favorite scene was when she's sitting there on the boat, and then we get Claire's perspective, and she's just sitting there lifeless, like yeah, slumped yeah. over. It's just such a like. That's great to to see how far like deep or how deep Beth is in her own mind. And then from an outsider looking in, like she's just like you're just like what the fuck? What's is going that person on? Doing? Yeah, she looks. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Beth has the gun, and she's extremely tempted. She's about to pull the trigger, but snaps back when she hears Claire. And is Mel there too? Mel's there. He's yeah. not yelling. He's but not he's yelling. Concerned. But yeah, and uh, snaps back at the last second when it seems like she's about to pull the trigger. And, uh, yeah, they, Claire jumps in the water, rescues her, pulls her out onto the, the dock, um, which I thought was stupid that she just rips her into the water. Yeah. Just use the boat. Just, yeah. Like use the boat or something. <laughs> like, like you could paddle with your hands. Yeah. Like the same thing. Going, right. But then I thought like, oh, maybe she thought like she was already injured and she was just trying to get her maybe. back to the dock. Cause I mean. And getting her away from the boat is a good thing, I guess, because it is the boat her husband shot himself on. Yeah, it's yeah. Probably for the best. Probably for the best, right. Uh, also, like, this is going way back, but, like, why does he strip naked before he kills himself? That's what I don't understand. Is there, like, a huh. reason for that? Yeah, that's a good question. To be, like, as pure as possible. Remember we talked about this in, like, other previous episodes, like, you're born naked, you die naked. Oh, true. Type deal, like you're as pure as you can be. But if he's being manipulated by... Why bother? Why bother, right, yeah. Can't take it with you. I guess yeah, he knows yeah. that. <laughs> Unless you're uh, Egyptian. Unless then you <laughs> can, obviously. Yeah, that's true, unless you're Egyptian. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting, man, that he did that. But um, yeah. good pull for your favorite scene. Uh, that's a really good one that you chose. Did you have a... I think. What's your favorite? Oh, uh, I think... I mean, mine is much simpler and much earlier... Uh, it's the first time she notices nothing, death. Uh, just like, I don't know, man. Just like the angle and the um, the physical world items that they use, like the stuff in the house to like create that shape, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know, there's something about it, like seeing it for the first time. Super impressive. Like really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Super area. impressive. There's something horrifying about a dark kitchen area. I don't yeah. know what it is. But like with the lights on. With... St- yeah, yeah, yeah that's very scary. unsettling. Especially in nicer houses. Yeah. Like that, you know. it's supposed uh, to be scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I Old houses you expect to be scary, not nice new updated houses on a lake. Right, that's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> um, nice, man. No, what was I going to say? I don't remember, man. I'm sorry. That's all right. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> it's fine. That's I a perfectly normal thing. I think you said it already. Oh, I did. You but did. also, I remembered the other thing. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Um... Well, I was just going to talk about the end of the movie. I don't yeah. know if you wanted to do that. Nope, let's do it. Okay. Um, yeah, so, like, as you kind of can expect at the end of the movie, Death is still hanging around, still waiting. Um, he's hanging out on the boat. And uh, there's some curious thought to me now as I'm formulating this sentence, thinking that could Death and Owen be... Banging? One person now. 
I only say that because he's on the boat in the exact seat that Owen was sitting in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or is it this thing just taking the shape of Owen? Yeah. But I don't think so because well, Owen's it's a silhouette at this point. Remember? Yeah. 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 That's what I mean. Hmm. Yes, I don't know. It's just a. I'm just spitballing. You know. Yeah. And and one question I have too is, do you think it's over? Do you think that like this thing is still gonna wait until it gets another chance? Oh, it's gonna wait. Yeah, for sure. They're not gonna show it if it's not gonna wait. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. I mean, it won't be a nighthouse too, which is good. Yeah. Because there'd be no point. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, it, I think the assumption is that Beth will be out running this thing for the rest of her life until she can't run it anymore. You know. Yeah. That's how I look. That's unfortunate. I know. It's like very, very grim. Uh, <laughs> I thought that end, <laughs> the ending was a little corny, like when she's looking out at the boat. And uh, Mel's like, what is it? There's nothing there. Oh. And Beth's like, I know. Yeah, a little like, bit. I mean, yeah. not the worst. Not the worst. It was a little corny, but not the I, worst. I got over it uh, after I went to bed. Yeah, me too. I was <laughs> I like, was okay. Like, yeah, it was a little annoying. It's not going to affect right. my rating. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. It seems like this thing feeds off depression. And uh, as Beth falls further into depression, her suicide suicidal i found like uh who's that (laughs) (laughs) um her suicidal thoughts become more enhanced hence nothing becomes stronger um so it makes you wonder is nothing or this death an actual figure or is it just an idea a sick and depressed woman has been dealing with for years right we don't know once again, the the greatness in this movie is we don't actually know that greatness. answer. Greatness. Yeah. Damn, I'm sensing some high ass numbers coming up. Uh, I mean, it's 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 very it's very well done. Mine's pretty high. It is. It's pretty high. It's not. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Not, but it for know. a a movie, a 2021 movie, it's high. Yeah. Oh, it's high. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All uh, right. So, what do you think we're at that at that point? Where we want to tell people how high? Yeah. With uh, Method Man. Is that Red- Method Man or Red Man? Or both? I think it's both. How high? Might be both. The movie? I think it's both of them. Yeah. Don't they right. go to college? I don't remember. How high? I'm showing my age and also showing how little I know about <laughs> things. Uh, you want to go first? Sure. Um, I thought Rebecca Hall did an amazing oh. job. Girl. Uh, this Go, girl. You go, girl. Work it. Work it. Yeah, you be depressed and suicidal. <laughs> There's really not many other people in the movie with significant screen time besides Claire. So the atmosphere really relies on Hall's performance, and she does an amazing job. <laughs> she fucking expedites that shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, the movie, it's good in that the storyline is not so direct, so you really have to think about what's going on um, and pay attention to the plot line. Uh like I was saying, originally, after finishing the movie, I thought it was a little corny that nothing was this actual thing. However, like while reviewing my notes, it's really not clear if nothing is an actual thing or just a representation of something deeper within Beth's mind. Um, and because of that, it's really all just speculation, which makes it so great. Uh, so, so great. great. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to do that. Okay. How'd you know? It's because we're 21 episodes in. 
Yeah, I guess that's probably why. Yeah. Like we said, we're old enough to drink now. Yeah. <laughs> or our, our show is. Our show's old enough to Not drink. Not us. We've been old enough for a while. I'm going to pour a beer all over our show. Yeah. I thought it was a little humorous that the story brushed over the fact that Owen is this serial killer. Oh, and yeah. And they yeah. were like, like, although his intentions seemed noble, he still killed many women instead of like trying to, like I don't know, go see a therapist or some <laughs> shit like that. Like at least 10. Like there's other ways of dealing with <laughs> this that you're going through. Like take a yoga class, I guess. I don't Something know. Something to de-stress. Go meditate a little bit. Get those bad thoughts out of your head, man. I Talk mean, as someone. far as, as, as someone who's thought about killing people many times, he's kind of my hero, I'll be honest. Yeah. Who would you kill if you had the option? Oh, that's a good one. I don't know, but... Likely someone random. Mm-hmm. I think I don't want to feel anything going into it, you know. Oh, so it wouldn't be some. It wouldn't be based off hate. It would just no, definitely oh, not. Okay, I want to be as detached from the situation as possible because it's gonna be hard to do. <laughs> it's gonna be really Let's hard. Let's be real. It's yeah. not gonna be easy. It'll take hours of deliberation and preparing, <laughs> contemplation, months even yeah. before I even make a move. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway. As I detail my plans to do that. Give me the number, <laughs> goddammit, so I can stop rambling about uh, insane shit. My rating for this movie is a solid, solid 8 out of 10. Oh, boy. Here we go. People are going to think we're staging this shit oh again. Oh, my God. I'm fucking pissed. Oh. 21 episodes in, and I think there's been, like, one movie we didn't give the same <laughs> I rating. know, dude. It's just that we think too similarly, man. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 8 is my rating also. Um, Bang Up Job by David Bruckner. Fucking solid ass directing. Um, uses like space and like lighting really well. You know, um, some of that string action on the music is fucking, it's banger level. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said, it cannot be overstated how fucking amazing, as I forget her name, amazing. <laughs> Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall. I apologize about that, Rebecca. Not that you'll ever know. You might. Yeah, she might. Um, yeah, she just is incredible in this movie, man. Yeah, like, so good. Honestly, like there could have been no other characters in the movie, and I would have been fine. Same here, <laughs> man. She's so good. Yeah, you don't get bored of her character at all, which yeah. is hard to do. You're carrying a movie for two hours. I know, dude. I want to see more of her character. Yeah. Like, more of her in movies. Yeah, man. Like She's underrated. She's very underrated. Yeah, I hope that she she puts out some more good stuff. Yeah, I'd like to see her on some big franchises. I think she was in Godzilla vs. Kong. That's not big enough. No, <laughs> just <kidding>. bigger? <laughs> it's bigger than, I don't know. Actually, That's physically actually gets huge, bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but an eight, man. I mean, yeah, it's you a know, solid dude. Eight. All right, so what are you thinking? It's about that time where we reveal the next uh, next movie. Okay, do you want me to do it? Yeah. Okay, good, because I want to tell you all right. Me too. Uh, so we're doing 2020's Come True. This yeah. is directed by Anthony Scott Burns, who's a bit of a newbie, kind of. Um, but the synopsis is as follows. Looking for an escape from her recurring nightmares, 18-year-old Sarah submits to university sleep study, but soon realizes she's become the conduit to a frightening new discovery. Ooh. It's very exciting. That does sound exciting. I know. Is this it's on a, Hulu, by the way. It is? I believe so, yeah. Is this a IFC or A24? Do we know? I don't know if it's Any, either. either. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm about to try to find 
out. He's about to try. <laughs> IFC Midnight. IFC Midnight. By. No shit. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I didn't realize. Okay, but yeah, it's on Hulu. It should be on there. Okay. Should be. Hell yeah. If it's not, don't don't be mad. And you said you have seen this before. Yes, but I'm gonna go ahead and say even that I haven't because like I don't know. It, it, sometimes you'll try to watch something even if you're truly interested. And it'll just be the wrong time, you know? Like Absolutely. So I, I can't say I, I could give it an honest opinion at this time. Okay. You know, like, cool. first watch. So this is, ba- I'll consider this my first watch. Nice. For the show. All right. Um, I'm excited. And do you want to hit that? Are you, you, what am I hitting? Like, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll hit, hit that. that. Yeah, man. Um. So at this time, we'd like to say that if you like our show, please give us a five-star review. Please. On Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Spotify now has ratings or any other podcast directory that you would like. I know it doesn't sound like much, but it only takes a second and it really, really helps spread the word about our show. Yeah, just one click, man. Right? Just one click. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Four or five, whatever you want to give us. Four or five, whichever one, but (laughs) one of those. (laughs) Preferably. Preferably. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. And Facebook. Uh, we also have a website, which my man Steve will post the link in the show notes because he is our behind-the-scenes operator. Thank you That's very right. much. Got to give you credit to that. Coolest role to have. Damn right. Pull that shit off. Make it look easy. <laughs> Thanks. Super easy because I don't do any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, as always, we encourage you to reach out to us with any requests and or comments that you may have from this episode or any previous episode As always, guys, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later, Threadheads.